0: it's showtime we're back on for the 100 and whatever episode this is 140 something i'm going to look at my notes 143 for this episode (laughs) and i was looking through so i i said a couple of episodes ago i had had a, a justin kirchhoff on director filmmaker justin kirchhoff uh which by the way jazz you might want to get over and look at his studio he has a uh, LED projection wall like they use on the Mandalorian. Yeah. To do all, to do all the effects. And th- this, they're giving tours. And by the way, they're going to have an open house on March 20th for the public. Oh, damn. So it's, it, you're familiar with the LED, right? That they use. Yeah. On, yeah. It, it, John Favreau was kind of the, the pioneer. The volume. Yeah. Yeah. The volume. And so he's got the first volume in Austin, maybe the first volume in the state of Texas. Um, really cool really cool stuff so Damn,
1: yeah was, uh thinking, send me information on that i'm down
0: yeah so i'm, I'm going to try to go I, yeah i will send you information for sure and justin kirchhoff uh co-production house give him another plug there um so while justin was here we were talking about i was talking about my uh how i'm i'm pro mask i wear a mask and i i'm all in on the mask because i think they work. Um. But I, I, go mask. I'm a mask and a face shield person. But I, you know, even myself, I've gotten to a point where I'm kind of just like up to here with, you know, you know, COVID uh, fatigue.
1: Yeah, dude, it was hitting me hard last week, man. Some it was week, like Wednesday, yeah. like with South by Southwest coming up. Yeah, and I know it was canceled last year, but it's like all online this year, mm-hmm. and it's like, man, it was just. I all of a sudden I realized I haven't gigged in like. Over a year, like I haven't been on stage, in like over a year. So it's just like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I I think that's the first time in like 20 years I could say that.
0: Yeah, that's that's rough. It's rough for everybody. So COVID fatigue for sure. So I got the to the point where like, yeah, I'll I'll wear my my goddamn mask, but I don't give I don't give a fuck that it has queso all over it. I went up I went all, <laughs> I went all throughout my day a few weeks ago. Ran a few errands around town and then driving around with case all over my mat. Actually, it was all over my face shield. And I've got proof here. Actually, I, I photographed it that I went, as you can see right there, <laughs> I had case all over my face shield. And I went throughout. I, I kept this on. In fact, I didn't wipe it off for, for, I left it on for a few weeks. And that's my level. <laughs> that's my level. I finally cleaned it off, but it was, it was full. It was covered in, Case, it was like a queso windshield. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. If... And then I, I'm a I'm a net gator guy. I'm the net. Gator oh yeah, guy. I've got I a few
1: have... uh, net gators. I got yeah. my tiger one. Got a tiger mask. You know, it was like yeah. I got a little bored with wearing masks, but if I can cosplay as a tiger, I'm
0: in. Oh yeah, yeah. If you can cosplay as a, some favorite mask. <laughs> <character>. <laughs> uh not not so bad so yeah so that that was me running around for a while for a couple weeks with that face shield covered in queso and then we we asked the question on that episode how do you get queso on your face shield and i had to think about it for a little while i was like how did i get queso on my face shield well first of all queso just queso (laughs) in general but uh i had left it on the dining room table when i was chowing down on queso and i'm pretty sure i just dripped queso all over all over the mask <laughs> yeah. nearby. Um, and then I put it on before I realized it had queso on it and I got in the car and I was like oh and I was like and
1: all of a sudden you had like the cheesy version of a Jackson Pollock painting on your mask
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like this with a shield I was kind of like oh there's some dr- uh, uh, liquid still left on there of the-
1: <laughs> <of> the- <laughs> See, that's where just when you turn it around just <laughs>
0: I just flip it and then just
1: Yeah. <laughs> I may not be
0: covid positive but I was definitely queso positive. Yeah. Oh. If, if that's funny. But yeah, anyway, queso covered face shield. Well, anyway, on this 100 and we regret we digress but we had some fun doing it. Uh I'm Stephen Presley and over to this side virtually Jazz 1 in the Thunderpop <laughs> Dome Back in the Thunderpop Dome and uh we'll we'll get you some applause here coming up as soon as I can locate it. All right So we got big show plan. We uh because of some computer issues, we were going to do this earlier in the week. Oh,
1: I've got to turn a fan off. Hang on a second. Okay. <laughs> I'll
0: keep talking while he's turning the fan off. Yeah, we were going to do the show earlier in the week, but because of some computer issues, probably caused by the blizzard. My, basically, the logic board went out on my computer, so I had <laughs> to send to a shop. So I'm using a, a, like a prehistoric computer that's still running. Uh, I'm very glad that... I, Still have this computer as a backup, but anyway, we uh, delayed our One Division reaction show, the, the reaction show to uh, the finale, and so we're we're finally going to get to do that, which I'm excited about. And then also, oh, just, just my little camera over here while we're, we're adjusting things. Well, I thought we we're hugging. <laughs> yeah, we'll virtual, virtual hug uh, because I'm using old because I'm using an older computer. I had to use a different camera. My mirrorless camera doesn't work on this doesn't con- I couldn't get it connected to this older computer, so I had to run out to Best Buy and I got this Logic, Logic Tech webcam, but it's it's kind of nice cuz I can kind of pick it up and and move it around and it's a little more uh intimate, like I can take it and literally just I could start it can get real intimate on me. Um just all up on me and you can see the intensity that I have when i'm getting ready for a show i got my game face on <laughs> you clenching my teeth and i've I got the intensity It's my game face i'm ready for for nerdery <laughs> I see the nerder, nerdery intensity in my eyes <laughs> it allows me to go, just pick this camera up because it's so small and i can kind of just move around you can see the rest of the studio was look, look i haven't done a tour on a live stream of what that this it's very sad though to look across the room instead of seeing you jazz to see that that damn ring light on <laughs> my underwear sitting on the on the couch over there. There's EB8, uh, Ray, a Thanos, um a little pug statue. It's a tribute to my rest in peace, Gus. Um oh uh, I've got uh, Tron guy You're somewhere. Yeah, there's Tron guy. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, so anyway, there's... A- oh! Got bored the other day and went, went out and got a Lego Batman. <laughs> we were talking about Lego Batman before the... Oh, hell oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah you know. This is supposed to be the Keaton Lego Batman from the Tim Burton Batman. Oh, damn. So, okay, I'm going to put this back. Well, uh... so anyway, that's something I couldn't do with the other camera, with the other setup, because the other camera would be really far away from me, and it's this big camera, and just like going over there, and it's kind of intimidating to just kind of grab it and start moving it around, and stuff in the middle of the show. You're afraid something's going to get unplugged, but this one's just like a plug and play. All right, so in this episode, it's our one division reaction to the finale. We're going to hit some Easter eggs, some theories, some rumors, possibly the gossip that you would normally expect Agnes the neighbor (laughs) to be indulging in probably now the most famous nosy neighbor in television history. Oh yeah. Taking over the role, the the, the role of the most famous. So we're going to hit one division reaction, but to open the show, we'll have a thunder take and our thunder take coming up on thunder pop. Okay. We should have done that earlier, but anyway, the thunder take we're going to hit kim's convenience the cancellation of Kim's convenience which me and jazz are very devastated by uh our favorite one of our favorite shows easily right now my favorite comedy show on television so very devastating news we'll have our usual tropes agree or disagree thoughts and advice all of that on this episode and and something for you whatever it is you want you tell us and we'll we'll <laughs> see what we can do about it try to provide provide what you want because we're here for you it's not about us it's about you all about you, not about us. It's about you. Okay. It's
1: time. I lied. Thunderpump! pop,
0: Oh, pop! Yeah! We're here, we made it! We had a little technical difficulties, even at the, the beginning of our show, when we were trying to get ready, so we're kind of coming down from all that mess. Uh, we literally spent the first nine minutes of the show talking about queso and uh, webcams, so we're... We're gonna get right, <laughs> in, right into the, the good stuff uh, of our show, and uh, once again, it's good to have Jazz one back in virtually into the ThunderPop Dome. Uh, a favorite show of ours. We got it's been a tough, I would say, stretch of ten days for you, Jazz, because I know the first the beginning of the week we started on Monday with the news that Kim's Convenience had been surprisingly canceled, and the reason why it's such a surprise. One of the biggest reasons why this is a surprise, such a surprise is last year at the close of season four, the announcement was made that they had renewed for
1: five and six,
0: five and six. And that was, that was the big news. And then, so everybody as Kim convenience fans was like, Oh yeah, we're, we're good to go. We're, we're set. we got more episodes, more episodes for a couple more years. And me thinking as well, Oh sure. Two years, but I bet we get this show for seven, eight, the way things are going, because it's just now being discovered by a larger audience. Oh in the yeah, last, in the last year it's been a show in Canada for uh, five years, uh, but it hit Netflix. When did it hit Netflix for the first time? I and mean, go uh, after.
1: I, right after the second season dropped. Uh, you know, because yeah. they drop it on Netflix like after the season finishes on CBC up in Canada. Yeah, so I believe it was just like uh, we call it after the second season uh finished it's running canada but yeah i just stumbled across it on uh, netflix one day like i you know got like a korean best friend i have uh, you know my best friend's mother like my, my oma you know has like semi unofficially adopted me especially since losing my parents so it's like man i have an oma you know mm-hmm. and it's just like then it's like I got Canadians. I used to work for Canadian Football League team in my uh, early twenties. Then uh been shooting for Nardwire for a long time. You know, so it's like got I got I got Koreans and I got Canadians, you know, and I was like, this is my jam. I'm like totally getting this. Yeah and it went from like, oh, that's a good sitcom. And I became like a one-person street team for the show. I was just trying to hip everybody to it. And then I was like, okay, it was that. Good quirky show I found on Netflix. Then I was like, man, this is like probably one of my top five sitcoms ever. And then like another season would drop. I'm like, this might be top three. And it's just like I hate to say it, like with this uh with the fourth season and uh, kind of illegally watching uh the fifth season. I'm like, man, this is like the best sitcom ever. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. Alleg- <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, I found it on not me, too, but <laughs> America, something, something. but yeah, we couldn't wait. That's how big of fans we are of this show. Yeah. the show. Yeah the show has a lot in common with Shits Creek because it comes from the same network in Canada, and Shits Creek also is a show that started off as a kind of a cult following and then sort of built and grew more and more uh, and then until it became this international sensation. And then lately. And I have a feeling because of the news of the cancellation, even more people because it made made news this past week. I'm sure even more people have heard about it with the coming of Shang-Chi which one of its star the stars of the show is about to become a huge megastar on a whole other level because they're about to become a part of the MCU the Marvel oh, yeah. Universe also Paul Sung Lee the principal the star of the show has um been on Mandalorian this past season so a couple of the characters from the show suddenly have gotten some a uh, new attention on a larger scale that they didn't have previous and well-deserved, but especially in the the case of, uh, in the case of the the Shane Chi, when that comes out, I've heard that Marvel MCU is planning on maybe making him the new center of the MCU, much of the same way that Tony Stark and Chris Evans were in years past. Oh, wow. Which would mean him crossing over into many different movies, TV shows, over several years and other storylines uh, and being part of a uh, big part of the MCU from what I understand. Uh, yeah, especially- for those who
1: are following this so real close, mm-hmm. it was the producers call like the showrunners yeah. call. Yeah. Like they're just uh, ready to move on to different things. And it was just like, uh, saw a couple of like really amazing, like uh, we call them Instagram live or whatever mm-hmm. yeah, uh, with, uh, you know, uh, Simu uh, Liu and, uh, Paul Sung Young Lee, you know, just like, you, you figure like, okay, at first I thought maybe they are pulling out because they got big stuff, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't heard anything officially, but I have a strong feeling we're going to see Paul, you know, Appa in something Star Wars, you know, going forward. Uh, then we know like simu has got, you know, about to be in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. but Like, to see these guys, they were on uh, Instagram Live and just talking about this. I mean, these are two guys fixing to go into, like, huge things. And they are like, you can literally feel the heartbreak over this show, you know. It's just, like, you know. I don't know, man. It's, like, I think we've said it before, before. Um, Like, Star Wars, man. You know, I know it's a movie, but it's more than a movie. You know, like, Kim's Convenience. Like I know it's a sitcom, but man, I think it was like so much more than a sitcom, you know, as I mentioned before, you got Canadians, you know, got Koreans, but man, there's just so many like universal stories in that show, you know, riffs and family, you know, marriage generational stuff. And it was just like, I don't know, man, this, this show meant a lot.
0: There's a Paul Sun Lee there. Uh, already a big star wars nerd before he appeared on star wars actually uh oh you first got first
1: the year. photo where we have the uh, marvel universe star wars universe and the thunder pop universe
0: <laughs> yeah it's awesome and and paul suddenly really nice guy one of the nicest yeah. guys uh very uh, very f- nice to his fans on on social media and uh, in interacting with him and you met you bet the two of them at south by southwest yeah years back and had a great interaction with him. Um, the big big surprise I suspect there's more and I it was even alluded to in those lives that you' were, you were mentioning uh that there was probably some more stuff that we'd find out later I think in one of the with one of the lives that one of them mentioned I know Paul sung Lee said that he was he was mad he was disappointed about the uh about, but he also was very happy and proud. At the same time,
1: and that's Canadian anger. Like, they, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't show their anger as like well as we do. Uh, but yeah, you could just like feel the hurt, man. It's like yeah. you know having like my tiniest, teeniest toehold. You know, in the business there for a while, man. It was just like I know that heartbreak when some gets canceled. You oh, know, no. I remember you no know, nearly having a TV show you no know, picked up, um, but. Yeah, like I know that kind of heartbreak, and it was just like it was. It made me respect those guys so so much because, like, man, like I said, I don't know anything official on uh, Paul on Appa, you know, right. this Star Wars feature, but I, I would really, I'd be willing to put money there's he's going to be in Star Wars something for a while, and then you know, Simu like fixing to be like possibly the next Tony Stark, and you know, these guys are just like in the fields over this Canadian show, you know, i was mean, just like, sometimes it means more, you know, it's just, I mean, it just, it's on a lot of levels, man. It's like to hear them talk and, uh, you know, have, you know, Korean, like people, you know, are like family to me. It's just like representation matters, you know, it was just like, there were some stories being told that you really haven't seen told on TV before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's a really special show and it was groundbreaking. Um, in a time where you need shows that was pushing the messages that show was pushing in the way that it was pushing it. Uh, and we'd heard some stories. I mean, I I'm something's going on behind the scenes here. Why the show's ending? Because the show's ratings are as high as they've ever been. The audience is still growing. And with the emergence of of the two actors and there being more high profile um, with MCU and Star Wars, new audience was still coming. More audience was still coming. The show was still growing. uh, Let's just say the upside of this show was still pretty big. Yeah. At the level that it was. To where, you know, look at Shit's Creek. That's a show that that it really hit its peak in the last couple of years. A lot of people, especially during the pandemic, a lot of people found Shit's Creek. They had never found Shit's Creek before. And that show became sort of this mega sensation winning tons of Emmys. I feel like that Kim's convenience still hadn't even peaked yet. That's Oh, yeah. Really That's what's really upsetting about its departure. Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was a situation with CDC. I know that the, the official reason is that the uh, the creator and the creators. And it's Troy,
1: that? I believe. I can't remember the uh, other guy's name.
0: Yeah, the, the two the two fellows that, that created that were the creators of the show started off as a play, by the way, uh, with Paul Sung Lee in the original cast. If I'm not mistaken, one of the original cast members was the one. He was one of the like two or three that went from the play to the actual series, which is such a great deal for an actor to to get a play that becomes a TV series and then get to go and follow that into being a TV series. Man, that's um, that
1: little show that could, bro.
0: <laughs> absolutely. So this show uh, still it seemed like it had a big upside. It hadn't reached its full potential creatively or or even peaked at its full potential as an audience. Um, so more, more was to come for the show. The arcs, the story arcs of these characters, there were a lot of story arcs, and that's my biggest concern. I know one of the creators said that season five had been their best season yet, or their best season, you know, and I'm like, I'm great with that, but if the show doesn't end with a proper tie-up, to these characters which is my like my my biggest pet peeve as a consumer of content television yeah. movies is to not tie up a story arc. Uh I could give you two. There's two other examples. Uh Glow on Netflix. That was canceled by Netflix. But they left that show with some unfinished business. Uh the Dallas reboot, reboot on from years ago on on TNT left on a big cliffhanger. Canceled it had a pretty loyal audience didn't tie that up if they leave this show on season five with 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 a kind of a cliffhanger i can't agree with you that season five was the greatest season ever because any season that leaves us with a cliffhanger that's not tied up can't go into that category for me now will i still love these 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 actors and the people that worked on the show absolutely but will i have a problem with them leaving a show with a clip with with multiple cliffhangers i'll have a big problem with that and I'll, I'll I'll continue to gripe about that until they fix it and do more. Don't shows. make
1: me don't make me write Kim's Convenience fanfic. <laughs> yes, we gonna do animated. Me and Jazz
0: are gonna do the season six
1: animated. It's gonna be like a Kim's Convenience anime.
0: We're gonna do anime. It's gonna be anime. We're gonna have it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna self distribute it. And if you're not gonna finish that season, we get to the finale in April. And you leave us with with some, you leave us with some damn cliffhangers, creators, and don't tie those up. We're making fan fiction, Kim's convenience, <laughs> Me and jazz. We're gonna hit the ground running in mid-April. We'll have our first production meeting the next day. I'm on it, bro. <laughs> We'll do a micro season, six episodes. We'll do them the same length. Everything as far as the same. We'll start writing those episodes. We're gonna. We're gonna tie, you're not gonna tie it up. We're gonna tie it up.
1: Man, it was like in the uh, the uh, Instagram live. Man, Simu was talking about how even with the uh, Marvel stuff, he was making time. You know, like yeah. that show was like that important to him, yeah. and just uh, you know, kind of the read, man was in, uh, the man was in tears. Yeah, just kind of reconnecting with you know, he was like sad for his character, man. That yeah. that show was like touching. I mean, just kind of sense. Jung and you know, Abba's like relationship, like you know, the huge rift, and it's like now I've known had family members like like that, you know, headbutts and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, just I don't know, man. It, it just that show really touched me, and just. At first, I thought it might just been uh, Paul and Simu like moving on.
0: That was a that was a lot. A lot of fans went there right away, and that's why uh, that's why Simu went went on live and said, "I know what you're thinking." He tweeted actually first, and he said, "I know what you're thinking because I, you know, but it's not that. I wanted to continue on with this show. I really was wanting to direct an episode. I was wanting. I was. I was really pushing this past season for them to start to advance my character and him finally make some decisions about his life." And also the big thing is, you know, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it, you might you haven't even watched season one. You may back up now, if you're interested in the show. Uh, but and you should be interested in the show. But you know the relationship between him and and Oppa, his dad. Oh yeah, Appa, yeah. So still, kind of still tying that up. There's the health issues uh, with Mrs. Kim, uh, and her dealing with her health issues. That's been a big part of this season. So so many things. Terrence is he going to bring out the, the the Daisy Duke shorts again? Uh, also you know i'm a couple episodes behind on this this illegal season yeah that we're watching together <laughs> i'm a couple episodes behind but i uh, we haven't seen also <laughs> even some of the sub stories like pastor nina who was dating the guy from last season the guy that everybody couldn't stand from the church oh I yeah i wondered whether they're still together or not because i had not seen uh it, you may know already because you've watched a few more episodes than me illegally <laughs> On the, on the download, um, anyway, yeah, this do you so? Let me let me ask you this do you think that something cooler heads will prevail? And, and so, and by the way, nothing nowadays ever goes away. We get reboots, sequel series. I mean, Breaking Bad went off television, it gets a spinoff, and then it gets a movie, standalone movie post last season. Arrested Development was a sort of a Show that didn't really hit big until after it was already off TV and it got canceled, and it hit big later in in uh, can in a um, cable and uh, DVD sales and whatnot, and then it got another season like three four years later on Netflix, and uh, there there's talk that they would maybe do it again. They might come back and do another wrestling Development, but like maybe two or three years down the road. Also with the um the Seinfeld, not the Seinfeld show, but the guy that made Seinfeld. There is it, Larry David. Larry David, yeah. His show on uh, Curvier Your, Your Enthusiasm. Big Gap took a huge break, came back and did another season. So nowadays, it's pretty commonplace for shows that they just come back whenever they feel like it and do another season. They just drop another season on you. Do, Man, you I, think, I, do you think that could happen with Kim's Convenience? Do you think Cooler Heads will prevail? They will eventually give us that sixth season, even if it's like two years down the road. I mean, will there be a movie? What do you think?
1: I think with that cast, like, as much as they would want to, I just think there's going to be a certain time window. Like, I would be happy with, like, a made-for-TV movie, you know, whether, like, give us a two-hour, you know, movie on Netflix, you know, same production value, you know, make it, like, a super long, like, two-hour, you know, episode, you know. Like oh, let yeah. Jong and Appa kind of reconnect, you know, reconcile yeah. their differences and just tie up some of the plot points, you know, like or micro, man, I think
0: or micro season. Like, with like oh, yeah. Episodes four, epi- yeah. four ep, Yeah. For four or five episodes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, man, just not just uh, Paul and Simu. It's just like, uh, man, it's like the whole cast, man. Like I see big things happening for just like everybody on yeah. that show. You know, I mean, yeah. the craziest thing is like how somehow I just became a street team for that show after, you know, seeing two seasons of it. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I'm telling everybody I knew about it. I don't know who all I got up on it, but it was crazy to hear I, how kind of it was like Yeah, I think, yeah, you, I, was yeah, I, think I, I may have told you there was like the same way, you know, somebody I think Filoni's wife, Dave Filoni's wife yeah. was like. Saw a few episodes on Netflix and just got Dave Filoni on it. And that's how he got into, you know, Paul in the Star Wars, you know, in the Mandalorian. You know, it's just been that show like you tell people about.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Word of mouth. A lot of a lot of the show did because it's on Netflix. It was easy for people to access uh, in the States. And as as word of mouth, it did build up from that. A lot of people started finding out about the show and it still had a huge upside. Like I said. Uh, I hope, I hope there's a petition. I've signed both petitions that are on uh, change.org. Um, I tried to sign them multiple times. But, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've signed both petitions. I'm hoping there's a petition. If you're a fan of the show, go sign the petitions. They're on, I've, I posted one to my Facebook earlier today. Um, are you signing the petition, Jazz?
1: Not yet. Here's my thing, man. I love that show community, right? Yeah. And when uh, Dan Harmon uh left a showrunner yeah like it wasn't the same you know like they uh, i get i think he came back for like the fifth season or something but like they refer to that one season as the gas leak season (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) yeah it's 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 true if you don't get that right if you try to continue on the show without the the original creators showrunners if you don't get their replacements for them right it is going to be a huge, like uh, a huge drop off, in in what you're used to the show being. Uh, it's amazing how big of a difference it can be. Oh yeah. So, still, I say I set up a meeting if I'm the creators. I got one more idea thought of this because it's still I'm still really sad and mad and and un, and just generally sad about it. But if you're the creators, could you have called in and, and maybe uh, took some pitches from people for the sixth season from a team? Because there's so many people out of work, I'm sure. TV writers, showrunners, there's got to be a saturation of them in the market of people that could have come in and done pitches for them, and then they could have hired someone based on a pitch. I don't know, I don't know if this is normal practice in in the industry of how it's done, but you could have taken pitches from people. You maybe had a chance to employ someone in this job market in a in a high-profile television job that could definitely have made their made someone else's career like it made yours. And the idea with being the idea being that it's a, to, to, to do the sixth season and then wrap everything up and you could stay on as a consultant and still have some say in the final scripts from afar, but not be involved in the show. And you still get those checks.
1: Yeah. I'm not normally a cynical person and it, you know, it just might be a little cultural difference between Canadians and Americans. Yeah. But part of me wonders if uh, like the showrunners from uh, Kim's wonder if they have like a, a network deal, like a, like a U.S. network deal. Like, it's possible. like what,
0: it's definitely possible, yeah. I mean,
1: for them to have a show, like really just on the precipice of just like blowing up like Shits Creek level. Right. Yeah. You know, what would make them pull back? You know, what would make them like, okay, we're done with this we need to move on to our next thing. Like part of me thinks even, I don't know, man, uh, I have a feeling from the people who brought you Kim's convenience. Here's the show on CBS or ABC or something like that.
0: Yeah. And every hit maker has got a couple other hits in their back pocket. Some have several hits in their back pocket, depending on, on how they are, but you know, Prince had several hits, and uh, you know, Rick Astley had a couple hits, but they had some, you know, multiple hits. So it's possible. And here's the thing: with the, in the age of the streaming wars, where all these streaming platforms are competing with each other, and they're all trying to find a way to keep up with the Joneses, someone in the streaming space could have offered them a huge deal as well to create shows for them. They know they they have the talent. Uh, and and by the way, some of these other actors from this show may end up following them wherever they go and doing a new show i don't think all of them because they're not going to just take the whole cast and do a different show with the same cast all that would still be very good because it's a great cast but i think they may take you may see a few people um from this cast end up following them to wherever they're going i i predict i could predict that for sure and i'll be glad to see that another oh yeah Another great show. We'll move on to go ahead and move on to one division, the one division finale a week ago or over a week ago. Now Uh, this show uh, set up phase four for the MCU in a big way. Um, Really another groundbreaking show, but in a different way and how it's patience and storytelling and how it built up to this climactic finale. A lot lot of stuff in this show, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, What are your final thoughts on the finale for one division?
1: Man, I tell you, like, um, no, I I was there for it, man. I, um, I remember seeing like Twitter um, people going, you know, like they're not digging these first couple of episodes. And I realized like this was just kind of creating the world and, you know, Being someone who's enjoyed television, you know, seeing, like, the 50s and 60s and, like, 70s and 90s, you know, sitcom. Like, how perfectly they nailed those. And then it was just, like, each episode had a little bit more and more, you know, the meta story and stuff. And then, uh, man, what was it? The seventh episode or eighth episode? Like, you know, took... I, you know, was, I've been through some major losses, you know, like, been widowed, you know, lost parents, birth and adoptive parents, I've, uh you know, family members murdered, you know, like, I've been through some loss, I wasn't expecting this superhero series that, you know, was doing quirky covers of sitcoms or whatever, to like, hit me just like in the chest like that, you know, when uh, Paul Bettany, you know, his uh, vision, he was like, you know, thing that line was like, "What's what is grief but love persevering or, or something so close to that?" And I'm like, "Ooh, man, that that hit," you know.
0: Yeah, that was deep.
1: deep. Yeah, deep. And just you know, and just kind of relating to Wanda, you know, like with the pain of mourning, you yeah. know, yeah. and just man, shoot you No, know, if I was the Scarlet Jazz, I could bring some of these people back or you no, know, even just one, you know,
0: would you wear that same outfit for the finale? I don't know. I'm more of the purple, but, uh, you know, but a, not, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, man, that was, show That'd was the just, violet, uh,
0: the violet witch.
1: Oh Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was just uh, really amazing, and uh, it wrapped up really amazing, you know. I mean, I feel like we didn't get a cliche ending, you know. Mm-hmm. I think DC would have probably, you know, if DC was doing this, you know, white vision would have just been new vision or something, you know. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it just I feel like they just nailed the landing on that, you know. I've seen people on uh, Twitter trying to, compare it with uh we call it the mandalorian yeah And i mean that, that's like ice cream and puppies you know like <laughs> it's not even apples and oranges it's not even you know in the same you no know, genre you know
0: i found them both very entertaining uh very very the last two see the last well, the last two seasons of mandalorian and the, the season of one division i found very entertaining I, the finale was as, as it probably goes to everybody's head cannon, wasn't what I was expecting. Um, everybody thought there was gonna be a big cameo Who was gonna show up? Was it gonna be Doctor Strange or or Mark Hamill as Chithon, uh, <laughs> or what you know? And there was a little bit of a fault to how they they publicized it because there was some tease that there was gonna be a big cameo on a Mark Hamill scale level, Luke Skywalker level, but whatever, it was still a pretty. Pretty a high level of entertainment. It was going to a movie on the small screen. They spared no cost on the the effects visually for that show. It was a it was like watching a like I said a big MCU movie on us on your streaming platform service at your house or on your computer or wherever you're watching it. And by the way, vision the 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 elephant in the room is that Vision and Wanda are one of the most oddball couples in the history in the history of movie tv i mean it's in line with some of the ones from the past there's there's mork and mindy mork and alien of course with mindy a human being uh, there's beauty and the beast another odd interesting couple there and then uh also martha stewart and, and soup dog another really interesting <laughs> off, another <cult laughs> from from the past to television history also by the way did you ever see this when snoop and martha did these uh they did a titanic their own version of titanic oh
1: that's so great
0: and then they did my favorite was they came back and they did a ghost one (laughs) by the way when i see this i'm kind of like suddenly martha stewart kind of hot in that photo (laughs) i'd holler (laughs) yeah i know you're gonna get a good meal. I, mean, I can't make any promises on anything else but you're gonna get you're gonna get well you're gonna get pretty good pretty good <laughs> so, not not wouldn't be, wouldn't be too bad of a date uh anyway i thought those were pretty funny but yeah Wanda. wanda scarlet uh wanda and uh, vision rather um really interesting couple one of the most uh, uh unlikely couples in the history of movie te- television uh somehow works it's just work those things so just like those other ones i showed you they're all kind of oddball but they, they somehow work
1: man just like when they started just telling more of her story like her backstory you know it was just like wow No, you know then yeah. you kind of get that idea of like why she kind of retreated and kind of found her place in those sitcoms you know Mm. because like that's what she saw like during those like hard times
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh again it goes deep when they go back into i think it was on the episode the the eighth episode so the next to last finale when she's uh forced to go back and and re-see those those experiences um by the way without getting too into detail about it uh because it's pretty personal i had an experience recently where i had a dream that was very vivid Take me back to kind of my past and something in my childhood. And it was really weird. Cause it was like, it was almost like I was getting to see like the same thing with the one to deal where she was getting kind of an open the curtain and kind of look back at something in her past and see it from the sidelines almost, but watching it again. So sort Christmas you, Carol. <laughs> it, was her, it was her Christmas Carol. Would you want to be able to do, if you could do that, if you were if someone say, okay, well, we can do this. You want to go back and see something. Would you want to be able to do that yourself? like what she was doing on that episode. Mm. That's a huge philosophical thing.
1: Man, only if I could pick, pick the times.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, no, you could pick three things. So these are three things you can go in and I'll open a portal and I'm going to, you can walk in and go see him. Has her happening. Maybe you wanted to get some more clarity on something that you, you, you had forgotten and you needed to go back and see it again. Um, of course, it could be all good stuff. You could go back and relive the LSU national championship, and you could be on the sideline for up. Sure How do you
1: I'm know sure. me this well? How do you
0: know me this well? Um. Oh, uh okay. Uh, someone told me my my audio is very low. Thank you for, for I'm going to turn it up a little bit. We were having some sound issues earlier in the before we started the show and I might've turned that down, not realizing I had turned it down too low. Thank you, Jamie. I appreciate it for the, uh, for the, the heads up.
1: Sounded like a transformer earlier. It sounded like a transformer <laughs> earlier.
0: We were messing with the audio and then I might've turned it down and not realized it was, it was too low, but thank you for that for, for helping us, our audio guy from afar, making the, uh, the adjustment there for <laughs> us. Um, or audio person. Um, so anyway, yeah, the, the big fan of the show, uh, loved it. Um, it was if this is the starting point for disney plus mcu streaming pretty good um or he said that it could also been your audio that was super loud i keep turning up and down okay well (laughs) we'll we'll go in on post for sure and we'll adjust it all uh and and uh and tweak it if we need to oh thanks yeah so yeah anyway you sound good on my end but yeah it could be uh could be something with uh with the computer being a little bit up, I'll I'll, I'll I'll tweak it a little bit. Yeah, so anyway, this show is great. I really enjoyed it. This is the starting point for the MCU. Gosh, where are we going from here? Um, unbelievable. Oh, I know
1: where we're going.
0: I know exactly where we're going. We're going here <laughs> in four days, five days. Uh, we're going to be on Friday, which has become kind of the day of release of new episodes for Disney Plus with all their big shows. They've had, uh, you know, Mandalorian always drops on Friday usually, and uh, now One Division. So it seems like at least up to this point, Fridays has been their big drop day for new new shows.
1: Man, I, I think okay, unless I'm getting, I thought there was like they're dropping on no, okay, no, that's gonna be Bad Batch. They're going to drop on Tuesday and True. then Friday. You True. know, uh, and that makes uh, sense. So they're gonna. But yeah, I was stuff. confusing that yeah. with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier.
0: Yeah, the uh, Bad Batch is going to come out on May 4th day. Are they going to have another episode that same week? Are they? Going to do yeah, yeah, other-
1: there's going to be two episodes that week. Yeah, for wow. some reason I had that confused with uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier.
0: Wow, look at this. I was I'm looking at this, I took this photo from the trailer, and I'm thinking, that's like being the third wheel on a date. <laughs> you know, the two, the two are really into each other, and you're kind of just off to the side there, and you're like, uh looking at your watch or you're looking at your phone. You're like trying to come up with an excuse how you're going to smoothly kind of get yourself out of there because the two have hit it off quite well. They seem to be really into each other, but a lot of people are not happy with the new look, by the way, of both characters. I know some people didn't like that. The shorter hair for, uh, for winter soldier and the leather motorcycle outfits. I mean, where are you at on that? Man, you know
1: i let the artists do their things man you know if i don't like it i'll make my own
0: (laughs) i do know that you know this is a model that started with george lucas back in the 70s when they would come out with a new star wars movie the characters would get a new look how many different Princess leias and different costumes were there how many different luke skywalkers did you have you had him in the x wing costume you had him in the white um kind of bathrobe thing with the yellow leggings that he wore in, in the new hope you had the uh the, the 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 khaki uh looks like an eddie bauer kind of jacket and pants they wore oh uh, yeah safari outfit so he had different you know the dark the dark night he wore the all black han solo different hairstyle changed the jacket a little bit different in each movie so it became kind of a model for, from george lucas's days it sells toys it sells new yeah, toys. even
1: uh george vader you know, it was changing like subtly between every movie. You Same. know, like when the, I've seen, some, I guess, a meme or something, but it was like showing all the versions of Vader. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, it was like, especially between like a New Hope, you know, and uh, Empire. Yeah. You know, Empire, the helmet was like really shiny, you know, uh, what we call it, uh, New Hope, you know, the Vader you no know, helmet was just. It was slightly imperfect, you know, like yeah. had different textures.
0: Yeah. So it's, you know, George Lucas was kind of started that. It sold, sold new toys. Cause if you do the same costume, it's even sports. Now they have these special, they'll do these special like uh, event uniforms for, for in football where they'll have a, a retro Jersey day or they'll have a um, special limited edition Jersey day that sells merch, new merch. So you have to go out and run out and buy like the special edition uh, whatever the LSU or, or Saints jersey that they're putting out on us. You know, it's a, it's a new it's a new merch. So it's a model that, you know, it works. It's good business. It sells more toys. Um, they do They do it. With my son's favorite show. We were talking about that at the beginning of the show, how they actually come out with new versions of the show just so they could have new versions of the characters to sell merch for. So it, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a model of works. But anyway, yeah, we're, we're coming up on Falcon Winter Soldier and um pretty excited about it the early reviews by the way this this coming week is i heard another content creator say this and i had kind of thought the same thing that this coming week possibly one of the biggest weeks ever in the history of superheroes i know that's a big claim to make but with the, the premiere of falcon and winter soldier on friday the second live action mcu series in the history of mcu disney plus series not counting uh the the shows that had on uh netflix and then the the agents of shield but actual disney plus live action original content then the snyder cut which by the way the early reviews on snyder cut is that it is that good the hype is real oh wow And, and i'm starting to see people even suggesting which is a big suggestion to make that it could fix dc going forward it's that good like at least at least fix some of the things that we had problems with with that uh, original justice league movie a lot of the problems with the villain the cgi um the really the real uh kind of fast editing that kind of seemed to move a little quick and didn't really seem to the story didn't really seem to build uh so anyway and they fixed jared Leto's joker it looks like in the trailer with his oh, hair wow. And the look and everything. So anyway, if that's true, if if Snyder Cut is that good and it lives up to the hype, they're having a premiere on Wednesday with Kevin Smith hosting it with Zack Snyder. Then Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out on Friday. I don't know when we've had a week where we had that much stuff that close together.
1: Oh man, I'm kind of wanting to get HBO Max now. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll we'll have to figure some. Yeah, figure out some way to get to you know, I can't like, something. But anyway, yeah, find somebody you know that has it at least uh, and, get, and, get it, and get it going. Uh, we can make a, a few a few calls, maybe. Let's see what we can find out. Um, anyway, yeah, so we're excited about uh, this week coming up. It's a pretty big week. And, uh, yeah, man.
1: It's like, I like the uh, DC characters more, but like the Marvel movies and the Marvel stories, you know, yeah. have just been better. You know, then it's just kind of looking at, okay, we had the Marvel – what we call it uh, in game and like all those, like even like long movies. Yeah. But man, there's still like certain beats in a movie, you know, like there's only so many rooms for uh, plot twists and such, yeah. you know, to be able to visit Westview, you know, for 30, 35 minutes, 45 minutes, you know, once a week for, you know, nine weeks. You know, I really like the idea that you couldn't have told Wandavision's story in a two-hour movie, two and a half-hour movie. You yeah. know, like, you really needed to be in Westview, yeah, you no, know, for some time.
0: Got A little meme here, action here for uh, Scarlet Witch. My mom, when I do something wrong, my mom when she says when she does when she does something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because the means earlier. by the way i got one more thought i got two more thoughts on one division uh first of all what stole the this the whole season for me and there were my favorite episodes uh was this through this trio
1: oh yeah i want that show
0: monica ran yes monica rambo agent woo darcy that three the three together and originally with just Darcy and Agent Wu, and then Monica Rambo comes into the picture more, and they're together at least on one episode where they're they're together a lot. I love that that dynamic, that chemistry. Now I have a feeling in the case of Monica Rambo, especially with us now finding out, you know, that she's going to be Spectrum, not the cable company, by the way. But oh, the,
1: I hate her. Oh no, she's not Spectrum, the cable company. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, Spectrum, the superhero. So uh uh by the way quite a uh some illustration there of her that's <laughs> I'll just leave it at that but yeah that uh that car- she she's going to be on moving on to bigger things i think she eventually gets her own movie or if not a movie her own standalone series in the same vein as a, a falcon winter soldier if she gets a movie that would be a huge milestone on the level of black panther because it would be the first black female superhero that i'm aware of to have a major movie so that would be a huge another huge now we did have a, a female lead uh villain because they did i think they did a cat woman movie several years ago with halle berry uh but i, I you know I, kind of, when I think Catwoman, i still think Catwoman is more of a villain uh although she is kind of working in the gray area sometimes but that would be a big deal loved her character but i think at very minimum we'll get an agent woo and darcy Maybe series like a limited series. Oh, love yeah. Oh, it that they were so good together. So many little things, too. Like, there's the thing where Agent Wu, you remember they tie these things together so well in the MCU, and that's why the MCU is still so superior to every to every to the DC um, in their storytelling because all the little details that they tie together from the universe. Uh, Agent Wu and Ant Man, you remember where uh, Ant Man, the card trick. Oh, yeah, yeah. The card trick and agent woo is like, Can you if you just teach can you teach me how to do that? And then he shows up in this series and he pulls his business card out when he sees Monica Rambo and he's doing the he's doing it, he learned how to do it. <laughs> so it's, the, it's the greatest story arc probably in the history of movies <laughs> is Agent Wu's learning how to do that card trick It where it started oh, wow. like years ago, in, in yeah. the A- and when they pulled it into this, uh, <laughs> I thought that was super clever. Um but there's a lot of little things like that. That's always in this, uh, they, they brought back some of the retro costumes from the original comic books of Scarlet witch and vision. Like when they have the Halloween episode, I love that. Um, by the way, I, this town, a real town in New Jersey, from what I understand, I looked it up. Did you know oh, this?
1: No, no, no.
0: In fact, it's listed as one of the top 10 places to live in New Jersey. I wonder if that's dropped though, since this show, <laughs> 'cuz I'm not about that puppet life of being controlled. I do Okay, I have one more theory too. I think that because of the the way the show ended and it kind of came full circle with her lifting the wall or whatever you want to call it um or the shield or the whatever the the force field that was lifted and everybody kind of going back to normal in this town in their normal life. It was sort of alluded to earlier that she had kind of improved some of these people's lives in the situations they were in. Do you think there's maybe a couple people that she maybe did a solid for on the way out? Maybe some people had some had some debts. Maybe she paid off some debts for some people. Maybe she deposited a little extra money. <laughs> I mean, she owes them, I think I think she kind of owes them a little bit.
1: Yeah. It's like, I I hope so, man. It was just I remember I think maybe it was one of the Superman movies, no, after nine eleven and, like, you're seeing, like, buildings fall over. And, like, yeah. you know, even if the people are out, like, man, there's so much, you know. You know, I think that was uh mentioned in, like, one of the later Superman movies. Just, like, all the damage that's happening, you yeah. know, in in that universe, in Metropolis or whatever. And it's just, like, yeah, um, I, was, I was getting the feeling, you know, yeah, they were getting back to their regular you know, New Jersey lives. But, um, yeah, like hopefully it's improved, man. You know, it's just like, what if that happened to us? You know, (laughs) like, you know, I mean, that's, you know, however long that lasted, you know, you're not in your universe. You're in the Scarlet Witches universe. Oh yeah. That was incredible when that name got used, you know, for the first time, you know, it was like, it was always Wanda. You know,
0: yeah. Did you notice that on the newer Superman movies, they didn't want to call him Superman, and they were trying to find up some. They were looking for some other way to explain the S on his chest.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I like to like that line. You know, like on my planet, it stands for hope. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they they were trying to do some things with that as well. Okay, black Superman suit by the way in Snyder cut. It's a black. If they go back to the black Superman suit, and I think they used my idea from years ago, like. Two three years ago when Justice came out, I said you hide the bad CGI uh mustache with a beard, and it looks like he's got five o'clock shadow in the new version. They oh added, damn. They added a five o'clock shadow. I think that's how they they well, like
1: what kind things. of razors is uh, Superman using? I mean, if he's got like that strong ass hair, like that's gotta be more in a Mach 3 that I'm using.
0: As long as it's not a kryptonite shave, a razor. <laughs> That he's that he's in good good form all right it's time for on this 143rd episode of the third pop podcast and i want to thank every one of you out there that have been peeking in on what we're doing uh spending some time on your sunday evening and there's a lot of things going on that oh wait
1: the, wait, wait did you say 143
0: 143
1: that's that's like that's like i love you like one letter four letters three letters. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's that we and we do. We love you. We love you. And um, oh, by the way, I talked about the beginning of the show how I'm at level like 10 on the uh on COVID and the pandemic and, and how I, yeah. I kind of hit rock bottom at some point. Um, bird watching now, I'm out bird watching before the show. <laughs> that's kind of and you can see the distress in my face of no football season. Uh, it's a Sunday. And it's a pandemic. This is what I do now as I bird watch on Sundays. So
1: man, I went and watched basketball today. Watch Bama and LSU play yeah. uh, basketball. Uh man, Bama won, but LSU oh. is still in the uh the tournament. Okay. Man, like this is like the first year in like twenty years I haven't been doing South by Southwest. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I used to just start calling you know South by march madness you know like it was so all-consuming like i really didn't have time to pay attention to much else like during south by season and uh yeah it was strange being able to kind of like do other stuff
0: yeah yeah and not having the fomo which could be a good thing and (laughs) fear of missing out that a lot of people would have sometimes this time of year there's been no need of that uh acl by the way still uh going ahead as far as we know for this year they're, they're they're working on trying to get going get things going for for the fall so yeah fingers crossed for them uh that'd be great i think next year they got it like for south by they need to have like uh like a, a six week south by to make up for the the year the two years now that we missed
1: bro that might kill me man. <laughs> i gotta go hard enough for nine days <laughs> be a
0: little bit much all right on agree or disagree I know we got some agree or disagree music. We're gonna we're gonna get that going, and uh, we'll have that right now. Okay, here it is, one hundred forty three episode. Be bird watching again tomorrow. So if you all are interested in socially distanced bird watching, give me a call. Okay, number one, Disney. Speaking of things opening back up, Disney theme parks are now finally have a schedule. And Their plans to open up. And I remember back in 2019, we were all making plans about going to uh to Galaxy's Edge. Oh, yeah. When you might want to go to Galaxy's Edge and trying to figure it out on a calendar when we might be able to do that, because it was it was just opening, and then of course COVID happened, and then everything was closed. But now Disney's opening back up, which also means Galaxy Edge and all the things that go along with it, but it's gonna be very different. Uh limited capacity, only 15% of the normal capacity. So here's my question for you mask unless you're eating or drinking beverages so here's my question for you would you now consider as it opens up with limited capacity would you consider that actually agree or disagree that this might be the best time to go because it would be a lot less crowded and the lines to get on things would be a lot less um less chaotic agree or disagree with that
1: man i'm gonna go with uh, disagree you know it's not the full experience, Yeah. you know. I mean, yeah, it might be 15% of the people there, but it's not 100%, yeah. you know, Galaxy's Edge. It's not 100% Disney World or Land, you know. It's just, it's, it's not there yet, you know. Like, yeah, I've been uh, really wanting to go really experience the whole thing, spend way too much money, uh, like right now, I'm like maybe next year, you know, maybe 2023. Uh, yeah, it's it's not, you know, it's not there yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Hopefully ne- next year, next year. You start planning it now. Maybe start planning it. Okay. So number two, talk about the Snyder Cut. It talked about how people are really optimistic and there was great re- early reviews of people that have given it some great buzz so far. Don't know if that's just hype, but we'll find out. The Snyder Cut reel is going to have several additional villains added from the one. And you remember the original one had the the character that you had. I remember you had made fun of the name. Uh, yeah, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf.
1: Okay. I, I am sure Steppenwolf was a '70s band
0: or a song or something. Yeah, yeah. So Steppenwolf was like the a villain. '70s
1: like soft rock, like a yacht rock band. You know. Yeah, like I yeah. had their album. I you know.
0: Yeah, they had a it was a during that era of music. So Stephen, it didn't even sing in the movie. He doesn't sing. <laughs> Another big disappointment. You bring in Steppenwolf and he doesn't sing. In my head, Canon, he sings. So Stephen Wolf came in. They was that was the villain. It was supposed to be the Justice League, the first Super Friends live action movie in modern time. And we were all hyped up for it. And you had you had Superman, you had Batman, you had Wonder Woman. You had the freaking flash. I mean you had you had all stars. And you bring in Steppenwolf. I know I agree with you on that. I thought it was a, a misfire, and they've made a misfire in other uh DC movies in their choice of villains. Not all of them, but in some of them. So well, it's like
1: the super- Batman movies, man. Batman, you know, the villains were you no know- as big a part of the show as Batman was, yeah, you know, for, to have like the, the all-stars, the Avengers of, no, I'm joking, <laughs> the super friends <laughs> to have all them together. And you're going to go with like, you know, the great value uh villain.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was a, a little bit. Yeah. I got a little too cute there by doing that. Yeah, so anyway, like, this, this movie promises to ramp it up. There's multiple villains in this movie. Might even be some new superheroes in this movie that weren't in the original one. It's 4 hours long, by the way. It's a, it's a mini series. So plan an afternoon for it or a day. But anyway, do you think that this is actually Snyder actually making an effort to reboot the whole DCEU by putting all these new characters in there or is it just what it is and it's just a director's cut? it's content for a streaming platform do you agree do you agree or disagree with my thought that this is a full on like way to restart everything even though they deny it they say it's not
1: just because i am like the most hopeful person in the world i want it to be like i want the dceu to be as good as the marvel universe yeah. like there is you know like you said, Matt, I, I relate to the characters, you know, like being an adoptee, like I related to Superman, you know, for mm. the longest, I, you know, used to joke, like, I'm sure I'm came from another planet, you know, mm. and then my parents passed and then I felt more like Batman <laughs> being like a grown ass orphan. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I can relate to some of those characters. Mm. Uh, but yeah, man, I, um. Uh, to me, Marvel has a lot better stories, a lot better movies, you know. I want DC to to stick the landing. Like, with Wonder Woman, you think, okay, they figured it out. No, they didn't, you know. Uh, yeah. I want it to be better. Like, I want it to be good. I want it to be on par with the MCU. Yeah. Not we there yet.
0: It. We'd yeah. love it. If it is, yeah, we'd love it. I'd be all in. Um, if it is, it'd be great. It deserves to be. Those characters deserve to be. They're great characters. Like I said, they're, they're, they're classic, all iconic. iconic. Yeah. Yeah. They're iconic characters. So they deserve it. Okay. Now switching over to MCU, a little MCU talk, Robert Downey Jr., who I proposed the other day on TikTok and said that Robert Downey Jr. is the Jerry West of the, the MCU. He deserves to get a, to be made into the, they make him into the logo now he's like the like the nba logo is jerry west uh some people want him to change it to kobe bryant but any either way jerry west has been the logo for a number of decades i think that robert downey jr should be the logo for the mcu he's that uh, he's he was that important to the start of the mcu and his success with iron man and getting people excited about the mcu well here's my question do you agree or disagree that in the comic books iron man comes back after iron man dies Iron Man comes back, and the storyline is that he uh, uploaded his, his brain to an AI, which, by the way, may someday be a reality. Something Black, Mirror. Black, Mirror. <laughs> Black Mirror! Black Mirror! Uh, Black Mirror! Yes, yes, <laughs> Black Mirror. And also a movie, they made a movie of that with uh, Johnny Depp, where he uploaded his brain to an AI, and he he was like Max Headroom. He was talking creepily through a television to a movie screen, to a, a computer screen, to his girlfriend. Like he was ha- haunting her from, from the past or whatever. But anyway, um, in the comic books, he does that. I think black mirror may have, may have stole it from the Marvel comics because it was in the Marvel comics. Uh, Tony Stark uploads his AI or his brain to a computer. And then they clone him later and put his brain in. And then he's like the second, like 2.0. Do you, do you agree or disagree that they should introduce that storyline and bring back Robert Downey Jr. At least for a short bit of time, like a curtain call. And I'm not proposing it for this phase. I'm proposing it for like a next phase. Like maybe do phase four, let that be its own thing. And then bring them back maybe in phase five as kind of a curtain call, maybe for like just two or three movies. Do you agree, or disagree with that idea?
1: Yeah. I know that's like part of like comic book stuff, you know, um, comic book superheroes like it's common for them to come back right but i think death has to mean something in some of those universes yeah Uh, no the other thing it's like i mean i know we're talking about another franchise but you know look at the terminator man like they're doing old ass arnold terminator like you know robert downing jr And it's like, if you give it 10 years, he's going to be like old-ass Robert Downey Jr.
0: Yeah, he'll be getting there, yeah.
1: You're going to see, you know, AARP Robert Downey Jr. Like, I don't want to see Iron Man having, like, iron deficiency. You know, like... (laughs) I don't want to see, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. doing, like, Metamucil. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's just like man, you look at the terminator, like I don't like that the terminator got older. Of course I know Arnold's a living breathing actor and he's getting older.
0: You're getting a delayed a delayed Yeah. A delayed... yeah. Find it. Still getting used to this board. There you go.
1: You can okay. miss your window.
0: Like I did with that sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there you go. All right. Uh, all right. I, I like that. I like that take. Uh, and it makes it makes good sense. And I know a lot of people feel the same way. Okay. And I know also a lot of people that would be delighted if he came back. Uh, so there's, there's you know, I for me, it's how you approach it. If you can make it, execute it well and make it work and write it well, maybe. I would like to see at least a hologram at some point. Uh, just talking to uh, Peter Parker would be fun. And he oh, is coming, yeah. he is rumored to be coming back for black for black not black mirror but black Wind, uh, widow because that's a prequel so in that in that timeline a black widow he's still around so oh, wow it's very feasible he could make a cameo in black widow a lot of people because that movie's been delayed for a year now so we haven't been able to see it and find out if he did show up but he's rumored to be in that I believe he's in that for at least a cameo and then also he is voicing his character for the uh, what if series. Oh, wow. He's still around. He's still around. Okay. Thoughts and advice brought to you today by the one and only jazz one coming to you virtually in the, uh, in the virtual Thunderpop dome. Now, now I'm really going to overuse the sound effects now that I'm starting to figure out. (laughs) Okay. Jazz one here,
1: man, this week I've lost my favorite sitcom, you know, I hate to see it go hope you know good things coming from forward from those guys. But like, man, earlier this afternoon, got worried about Drew Brees retiring. I know it's not a sports show, but, you know, it's like, I think he's like 15 years, you know, one hell of a, uh, a career, you know, Part of me wouldn't see him come back. Like, man, I'm always the hope guy. You know, I wouldn't see him come back and get that ring before going out. But the biggest thing is, like, I didn't want to see the guy leave the game on a stretcher. You know? And it was like, yeah. that guy was a warrior. You know? And it's just like, man, damn near, like, superhero level, man. Yeah. You know? Like, talking about an origin story. You know? True Breeze was too small to be a quarterback, too short, you know, too this, too that, you know. But he found a way to do it and do it at the highest level, you know, one of the greatest to ever do it, you know. I don't know if that's thoughts and advice, but, man, I'm going, I'm, I'm going through all the uh, steps of grief right now, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, how am I going to watch this game without Drew next season?
0: Yeah. Well, you'll get to watch him with it because he'll be announcing it. Oh yeah. he'll <laughs> be that consolation. He's taking over the Sunday night football spot, I believe. Oh yeah. So, so and and we I wish him uh much success in his new endeavor. Moving forward. Oh, absolutely. Up there in the, in the uh the the in the box uh making the color commentator commentator color commentator as they call it. Uh, for Sunday Night Football, big primetime spot. So uh, I am hoping. I hope he's calling a lot of Dallas Cowboy victories next year.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except if they play the Saints. But, uh, man, it's just like, you know, I, as I was, I, I guess, kind of connected to everything earlier. Man, even kilns, you know, the superhero stuff. Man, it's like you only have like a finite window, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like we'll keep going until we find something that works, mm-hmm. you know. But, man, it's like we have a, a finite window, you know. Yeah. So it's just like trying to try to make the most of every every season in your life, like every game, you know. You never know when it's going to be your last, you know. Le- no, break some records. Leave your mark, you yeah. know.
0: Get out there and kick some butt
1: exactly and
0: leave your mark leave it leave it, some good light on the world uh and if you don't know how to do that then learn how to do that and then go ahead and do it and yeah and and support others because they're they're, they're your your friends your family their success is your success when when the people that you are closest to that's it's a, it's a part of your, it's part of your life too. Man,
1: your network is your net worth, you know, yeah. like yeah. I'm hoping he's going to be around. Like, I know he's probably going to continue to live in New Orleans, but man, part of me thinks he's going to be back in town here in Austin.
0: Oh, and, I thought uh, about that. I thought about that. You yeah. know, like
1: more than likely, man, it's like, you know, I, I've talked to you about this before. Like I always keep a few crazy goals, you know, a few moonshots, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was like, I made Mark Hamill, like our whole Mark Hamill adventure. I'm like, man, I manifested that. Like I called that into existence. Mm -hmm. So like one of my other crazy goals is just to play catch with Drew Brees. Yeah. And it's like one day this will happen. So, uh, you know, if he's retired, he might be visiting family, like, run into him at Torchy Night. No, like, our paths will cross. You know, just like not, Mark Hamill. Hamill's and, in and Austin,
0: ours. Yeah, just like Mark Hamill. And if you're in Austin, if not Drew Brees, it might be... Ah, uh, it's not living its best life. <laughs> no, no, we want this one. We want this. We want this version. All right, all right. There you,
1: there you go. Make him the new Tony Stark.
0: <laughs> oh, the multiverse, the multiverse Tony Stark. I love it. I love it. Is he gonna turn up in the MCU or DCU EU one of these days? You know, he was people were pitching him for Aquaman years ago before they, they cast Jason Momoa. I'm glad they went with Jason Momoa. I can't imagine someone better, but but there was people making memes of McConaughey as Aquaman.
1: Man, I, I tell you how I was going to put him in Star Wars because yeah. if Woody Hel- if Woody can play, uh, what's his name in the solo movie? Yeah, like I think you can, you know, swap in, you know, McConaughey and Woody for any movie, like whatever movie they are. You can swap the other out. It's basically the same damn movie. So uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing McConaughey in a Star Wars movie.
0: They have proven that they they are, they have been in the same room together. We do know they're they're two different people because they were on a True Detective, <laughs> and they were also in a movie. They did a movie together. I'm trying to remember the name of the movie, but they did kind of their own Truman. There's a like kind of like a Truman Show type story. Yeah, McConaughey from years ago. Uh, that, that movie's at the tip of my tongue, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? They played oh, brothers yeah. in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. They, lo- they seem to love working with each other. Uh, and Harrelson used to hang out in Austin all the time. I don't know if he still does, but but uh, and McConaughey, of course, being in Austin. But yeah, how about? Uh, who plays Drew Brees in the movie? If there was a Drew Brees movie. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: serious Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> right.
0: Well, they both have an Austin and a Louisiana connection because Oh, of- exactly. Because of- <laughs> All right. Jazz one, thank you so much. It's good to see you virtually. I can't wait to see you for real. I'm tired of looking at a ring light across the room. I want to see you. The room from <laughs> Just
1: got to put my picture in the uh, ring light.
0: <laughs> can we need, can, we get, a, can we get a cardboard cutout made of you? Did you, did you. did you know about one more thing on the cardboard cutouts? You know, people that were getting their cardboard cutouts, put in baseball and football stadiums. Yeah. In basketball games. And they had a thing where you could, if you donated so much money, you paid, you could, you could pay, and have your cardboard cutout put in, were you tempted to do that?
1: I was so tempted, man. I was. If, yeah, if I, I wasn't, was. like, struggling earlier in the year, yeah. you know, trying to find work, like, yeah. I really wanted to do that for uh, LSU. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: but, yeah. And hopefully, if the universe conspires, man, I hopefully get to go to a game this year, you know. I, uh, yeah. The, I, I the, real,
0: miss- the real you, not the cardboard cutout.
1: Exactly, exactly. You know, so it's like I think I part of me is like I wanted to get the cardboard cut out, but I, I don't think you got to keep it afterwards. Like if you got to keep it, I probably would have definitely done it.
0: I think it depended. I know, like for people, like for the Houston Astros, they would send it to you after. Oh, you, damn! After it appeared in the game, so I wanted to do Captain Badass. <laughs> So you can only dream, you can dream. I hope you, I, Yeah, I, I believe and I'm optimistic you'll be back in the stadium this year as we all will. And um, that'll be a good thing. Thank you so much. All of you out there as well. Thank you so much. Have a good day. hour, second millisecond, all that stuff. And good night. Outro time. Thunderpop is a Hit The Bricks production.